Your news, your views, your values. This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. You're listening to WMNF 88.5 Community Radio.
You are tuned to WMNF Radio 88.5 FM. This is your non-commercial radio station. You're tuned to the Sunday Forum, Sunday Morning Public Affairs. And my name is Patrick Marbili. We are waiting for Walter L. Smith to come into the building and uh, grace us with his presence. But until then, we're going to just give you the telephone number and see if we could talk about some issues that have been happening throughout the week. Uh, one of the things that we are, uh, I in particular am upset about is the political violence that is going on in this country. And uh, it just simply needs to stop. Uh, but we know that it's not going to be that simple since there's so many people committed to it. And where is it going to get them? I don't know, but just uh, make him feel good, I guess. But there was an attack at the home of Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House and uh, the House of Representatives. And, and her husband was attacked by some MAGA Republican. And uh, we're just uh, waking up this morning to even more egregious news concerning that and uh, a lot of people on the right are running for cover after it's happened but there's too much way too much political violence that seems to be about to rival the 1960s when we lost the Kennedys and Malcolm X and King so you know political violence is not going to be uh, tolerated and basically I personally am tired of it you know, people having fun violently at the expense of everybody else. So this is the Sunday Forum here on your community conscious radio station. And Walter has entered the building. And we're just uh, also expecting some guests. And your telephone calls look like the telephones are already starting to light up. And if you want to join a discussion here on the Sunday Forum, you can call us, 813-239-9663, 813-239-9663, and we can also take your uh, text, if you text us at dj at wmnf.org, and you can listen all over the world by going to wmnf.org. There's been a lot that has happened Uh the UK has a person of color yes. who is the prime minister yes. of UK. <laughs> and so we're going to probably talk about the implications behind that. But good morning, Walter. P.M. Rishi. <laughs> P.M. Rishi. That's right. Rishi prime Minister Rishi. Yes, 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 yes. You give him a nickname already. <laughs> P.M. Rishi. Like PM Dawn. <laughs> yeah, Rishi Sunak. Remember that dude? PM Dawn. PM Dawn, yeah. 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 Man, listen. Uh really good morning. How are you? Pretty good. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Forum. This is your host, Walter L. Smith II, along with the member yep. of the Fourth Estate Crew, Mobile, Petro Mobile. Hey man. Yeah. Listen, we have a great, great hey! Whoa! <laughs> We have a great, great show today. Great show today, man. I'm okay. very, very, um, very happy uh, about about who we have coming in studio today. Okay, mm -hmm. um, let me say, 
we have coming up in, after the break, uh, we have Brother Walter Dunn the Third. Mm-hmm. Now, not only is his first name Walter, that's right. Right. This is the <laughs> second time. No, third, third time actually. One, two. Outside, outside of my own father, this is the. Second, the one, two, three. This is the third person named Walter that has been on the show as a guest. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very happy to have this brother uh, come in. Walter Dunn the third. Uh he's gonna be on today. Very interesting story. You're gonna uh you guys don't wanna miss this. That's gonna be really, really cool. But uh, let me just say something, man. You you know, Mabili. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you talk about the violence that's been happening, right? Yeah. You know, it violence takes different forms, mm-hmm. right? We have witnessed violence in ways that um, violence doesn't always mean that someone takes a fist and punches you, right? Right. There are things that are violent that happen every day uh, to our communities. Right, economic violence. Economic violence, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that type of violence is something that uh, that we quite often don't even realize is violence, which which is which is disturbing. Let me Mm -hmm. tell you why it's disturbing. It's disturbing because it has too many uh, maladies, um, nuances. Uh, indicators and and things of that nature that go unseen and are dismissed as abusive, right? Um, because we don't number one, we don't want to seem to be victims of anybody. We we don't ever want to be seen as victims, and so it's difficult quite often to actually. Accept that whatever has happened is violent, because we know violence to be very different, right? Uh, and we've, we we witness violence. Black folks witness violence in ways that that you know a lot of other folks just don't witness it, right? And to an extreme, historically, the other folks just haven't witnessed. Now there 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 are some that that have, um, but I'm going to tell you, man. There's 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 always some sort of trick afoot to disguise it, and 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 we get punched in the face like an abused child or woman or whatever it might be, but an abused person who is told after they've been abused, it's not abuse, right? Stop playing the victim, um, and then we end up apologizing. For the beating that we just took, right? Mm-hmm. Or accepting the beating that we've just taken. There's something wrong with that. There's something seriously wrong with that. And it's a type of relationship that has been a a, a pervasive, uh, permissible, and devastating relationship that has existed for generations. Right. Yesterday, 
I took part as one of the moderators. I took part in a very interesting and informative event um, that was put on by uh, Mr. Brother Don Scott, who's our, our friend here, uh, a Sunday Forum friend. Um, Don did an excellent job along with his staff and, and volunteers to address the issue of prison reform. As, as everybody knows, for the, for the past couple of weeks, we've actually covered issues regarding the various aspects of prison reform in the state of Florida. If you're calling, um, please hold tight. Hold tight because we do want your call. We do want your call. So hang tight, please. Um, do not hang up. Um, and if you do hang up, please call back. 813-239-9663. But this has got to be explained. The The people who participated in this were quality panelists. These were not BS panelists. These were not the type of people that that come in just to tell you exactly what it is you want to hear. These were the type of people who were present to tell you exactly how it is. Now, you also had people who were moderating, like myself, who are not, and I, 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 I pull no punches, as you, as you very well know. I'm not going to pull any punches when I ask questions. Regarding this issue, this is a social justice issue of our day. This is one of the most, one of the most, if not the most important social justice issue. Oh, can't do that. I'm sorry. Thank you, Mabili. You're welcome. Uh, social justice issue of the day. Okay. When we talk about mass incarceration, when we talk about the issue of um, why it is that the United States has incarcerated more people per capita than any other country in the world, in the world, Including South Africa, including South Africa. Yeah, yeah. There's something wrong. Including China. Wow. <laughs> China. I mean, that, that that that's how the status is. That's how it's stated. That's what's pointed out because you have so many people, you know, in China. And 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 China has also been responsible for so many human rights violations. Right, right along with South Africa. We have for generations been overlooked and ignored for the human rights violations that we continue to uh, to commit every day. Every day. And I think that yesterday's event that was that that, uh, that was done over at Tampa Preparatory School um, which of which the headmaster's brother, uh, Kevin Plummer, was an excellent, excellent uh, event. I could not have hoped for a better event on that issue. And it's the first time that you've ever had a summit in this town, and as far as I know, in this state, that you've had a real summit 
on that issue, addressing that issue. Shout out to Brother um, Don Scott. Shout out to those people who participated in it. Shout out to Kevin Plummer and the work that he's done. And shout out to the brother that you're going to hear today, this afternoon, this morning on the Sunday Forum, Brother Walter Dunn. Um, his story, I guarantee you, folks, you do not want to miss. You don't want to miss. And this, I'm telling you right now, we, we're going we're gonna to have one hell of a time, one hell of a time today. Um, so let's let's talk about what we saw last week in this gubernatorial debate. Mm-hmm. You see it? Yeah. Ooh. You mean Florida? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What the hell did we see? I mean, that got. Let me tell you something, man. Mabili. What? <laughs> I think. I don't want to call it uneventful. Right? Because it wasn't uneventful. That's not. That would not be a true statement. But one of the things I observed was that there were some very good points that were brought through by the former governor um, and governor probably probably perhaps governor to be um, Charlie Crist and current governor Ron DeSantis now when I say that let me, let me be clear about what I'm saying Ron DeSantis kept coming back defending bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Justifying bad behavior. Well, that seems to be the tactic of his party. Yes. Yes. That, to, to give a wink and a nod to violence. I mean, every elected, uh, every person in that party has been running in the election against Nancy Pelosi, no matter who they're running against. They're saying... This my opponent has voted with Nancy Pelosi one hundred percent of the time, right. and now she's been attacked at home where her husband was attacked, but the person was looking for her. Right, and you know this is a wink and a nod to violence. And if every opponent and they don't mention that they voted with Trump almost a hundred percent of the time, if not a hundred percent of the time. Right. So, and he has been giving winks and nods to political violence. And so all of this serves to to normalize. And that's where we are. Boy. Listen. Including Florida. This guy sat right there and DeSantis turned right there and said and points out that that children ought not to have to sit there and feel bad about the information that they're reading in history. So we're going right back to that that whole historical information thing, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, man. he said that we shouldn't be teaching that this is built on stolen land. <laughs> How can a governor even say that? Listen, the fact that this guy <laughs> and, and and okay, so let's let's address that issue. He brings up the issue of of.
of learning such a thing on stolen land, right? Okay. That somebody brought up. Somebody said, oh, yeah, you know, you know, somebody, somebody said, somebody said that we were bringing up this issue and teaching these things on stolen land. Uh, well, I mean, truth hurts, doesn't it? I mean, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, another time, the issue of slavery, you know, it hurts so bad, it hurts these white children. So, truth hurts. Quit lying to your kids. I mean, anybody like, could decide something hurts them. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? Are you kidding me? Are you that soft? Are your kids really that soft? Are you? Are your children <laughs> really that soft? Are we really going to sit here and say that your kids, after all, okay? Tell you what. Tell you what. Let, let, let's let's flip the script. Let's let's flip the script, Jack. Here we go. Not only did not only did did we have to learn did our for generations did we have to did we have to what was history suppressed for generations, right? For us, but then for generations, y'all y'all lied to us. Mm-hmm. Created books where you can literally at, at our library at, at the Dr. Walter Smith Library, literally. Okay, you can go to the library and there are old textbooks that my father actually collected. From the 1950s, that go that range from elementary school to collegiate levels that actually show, that actually show the horrible distinction between what was taught then and what was taught now. That is a oh my god! The comparative history that was taught was so horrible, and it was so blatant, and it was so clear. So we got to sit there and take that psychological violence where he beating this into us constantly and telling us this is our history, telling us we have no history or ignoring the fact that this, the whole George Washington chopped down the cherry tree thing. Really? Really? <laughs> so, I, so, you know, I'm supposed to accept this. Well. Where is it all heading, though? I mean, where does the, the governor hope to head? Because I understand there are a lot of black parents who are now pulling their children from school. They don't want to take them to school, send them to school, not only because of the erroneous history they're trying to teach or what they're trying to hold back, but also because of the school violence, uh, because of uh, the possibility of teachers being afoul of the law in Florida. You say something they say. Yeah. Did you say, so, did you say a foul? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Billy said a foul folks. of the law. A foul of the of the law. So I mean, <laughs> where is it heading? Where does he want it Dude, to go? I don't know, man. I, I I think you know you look you look at that. You look at the books that are that are being told that are being uh, that are being taken out of or proposed to be taken out of the reading list or out of the circulation, mm-hmm. right in the state of Florida. And in the United States, because there are other people that have, other governors that are following suit here, following suit, uh, and trying to toe that party line, uh, which they ought to be ashamed of themselves. The, the party itself ought to be ashamed of itself. But there is no shame, and that's the point. That they, they ought to be ashamed <laughs> of themselves. This is not. This this is, and if, that, if that's what their agenda is to do that, that's very dangerous. That's extremely mm-hmm. dangerous, and and that's even more of a reason to vote. 
to make sure that you get out to vote. My God, that is not even a that that is not even a party issue. That is a human. That do you know how much of a human rights violation that is? Mm-hmm. That that is, but then they turn around and want to and want to talk about the propaganda that's being that's being dished out out of for generations. They were talking about the propaganda that was being dished out in communist countries. Queer air quotes like Russia. <laughs> <laughs> where, where they tell you they won a battle that they just got devastated in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Just to, just to get you to follow. Yeah, we beat, we beat these. Dudes. No, no, you know you didn't. The big lie. Man. The big lie. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of which, the big lie. Right. Uh, we have the uh, the the African history. Um, the African history thing, hometown history. Yes, <laughs> um, that we promised that we were going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. Follow up on that. Um, that we're going to play for you today um, to make sure that that we that we are talking about hidden African history points. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes Africans so dangerous? Right. We're talking about world history. Yeah. What makes us so dangerous historically? Historically, right. Um, right here on the Sunday forum, I, you know, if if we were not dangerous, if, if I, you know, I don't, you know. <laughs> okay, so I guess we, I guess we dangerous, right? Uh, yeah. if, if it wasn't, if it wasn't so, then if there was not such a threat on, you know, from us, then I guess, you know, they wouldn't be putting up such a fight to suppress your vote. That. And to keep you locked up. And to keep you locked up. Yeah. But that's what we learned this week, yeah. uh, boys and girls, uh, at the <laughs> at the prison reform. Yeah. Uh, you know, so <laughs> uh, at the prison reform uh, uh, summit yesterday. You know, that was wow, wow. The actual effort to keep people locked up. For frivolous, ridiculous mm-hmm. type of reasons, you can't even imagine the stuff that 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 goes on. The historical threat against the black body continues. Wow, wow! And the, which, which brings me back to another point. During the debates, during the gubernatorial debates, the issue of Roe versus Wade kept being brought, kept being um, uh, mentioned. Uh, by uh, f- by former governor um, Chris by Senator Chris, um, so let's you know that issue. Every time that something was said, he said, and he turned around and he supported, you know, the elimination of Roe versus Wade. He kept pushing that point, as though this it, it, it leads me to believe that one of the strategies here. Should I say what the strategy is? Yeah, please do. What what I believe is a strategy here is to increase the is to increase the numbers of of women voters um, on his side, and, and to really and to really push that issue. Women come out to vote. Women are dangerous, dangerous, and formidable. I won't say dangerous. Are formidable voting block. Don't underestimate women voters. That's what that right. says to me. The formidable voter block. 
What, what do you think about that one? Well, because the issue on women's right to reproductive health uh, is an affront to the idea of big government. You know, the, this is a party that's run against the idea of big government, but yet it is foisting government into this private sphere, and that's wrong. And it, when the the Supreme Court first ruled on Dodd versus the uh, state of, well, I guess Jackson, the state of, I mean, the state of Mississippi versus Dodd, which is a Jackson clinic, which overturned the Roe versus Wade. Uh, this 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 was uh, something that really inflamed women you know because they understood especially if you were a woman of a certain age you remember a history in which it wasn't about the uh it, it was about the 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 health it was about the health crisis that was that had been set off when people would go to back alleys and get abortions so this was about safety and yet the republicans have completely uh overturned or forgotten that history to put government big government in your life and that's a contradiction for everything they claim they stood for right. over the last 50 years right right absolutely um mm, I, and I and I actually I actually uh I personally think that that block that the women the women block is a formidable block Certainly a formidable block. And let me just say, for the record, that I encourage, I encourage that. You look at League of Women Voters, for instance. League of Women Voters. Formidable block. Formidable in the state of Florida. Certainly formidable in in the uh, in Hillsborough County. Certainly formidable. Um, League of Conservation Voters, when it comes to environmental issues, chock filled with, with, uh, with female voters. Uh, this issue, this issue, if if you are a woman and you have not been a part of this thing, uh, this zeitgeist that is that is emerging uh, again, again uh, with women. Mm. But the the closing argument on the Republican side has been to remind every, scare everybody about crime. You know, right. uh, this is the party that I think is soft on crime. Look at how they've given a wink and a nod to political violence and look at how they're soft on semi-automatic weapons in the streets of America. They're soft on mass shootings. They're soft on public health. And so this is a, a party that is just stocked full of contradictions. Right, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Um Hmm. That's their closing argument. And, you know, it's on the people now. It's up to the people. Are they going to fall for the okie doke once again and fall into this cycle? Are you going to fall for the okie doke? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Are you going to fall for the okie doke? I, I am so, listen, man, um, I am so afraid that we're going to fall for the okie doke. You know, I, and, and every time on the drive in on Sundays, I hear Dr. Hauser talk about it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dr. Hauser, man. She, <laughs> host she, of the music, uh, the, gospel the gospel classic. Man, hour. let me tell you, just before our show, let me tell you something, man. That lady puts down. <laughs> she drops the boot. That's understand right. me? She drops the boot. If you were, I'm, I am sorry that her show does not come on 
like lay like they shifted just a little bit for all of us so that we can get a, a, a later <laughs> time period. Just you know, well, you can always catch hard. the archives. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or catch the archives, man. Let me tell you something, man. That we have enough that or. She goes at it, bro. She is, she is. Listen, she's bombarding you with go vote, go vote, go vote. Shout out to Doctor Houser, man. <laughs> she is. See, you ever seen the the the, the those little uh, those little uh, cartoons, those little drawings with the crane that has the frog in it in his mouth? Yeah, <laughs> it's devouring the frog, but the frog got the crane by the throat. <laughs> it says never give up. That's Dr. Houser right there. She ain't giving up, Jack. And shout out to Dr. Houser, man, and, and, and her and, and her whole attitude about this thing. Uh, you know, I am so happy that she's on our side. <laughs> Let me tell you. So you know, and, and we gotta have more people like her. We got you know Robin Lockett. People like Robin Lockett, mm-hmm. um, you know Diane Hart. Uh, who else? Gosh, man, there's so. And please don't be offended if I don't get your name. But Connie Burton. These are people that uh, uh, um, got Yvette Lewis, mm-hmm. all of the president, our president of the NAACP. Listen, let me tell you, man. These women are not down, drag out like. <laughs> Get your ass out the vote. They are pers- they persistent. They are that persistent. <laughs> they that persistent. is not they're not even joking, bro. Like they will fight you. Like literally <laughs> get out the street. Get out the street. Take the jacket off. They will fight like Put your dukes up. Let's get right now. That's who you want on your side. <laughs> Take no prisoners. I'm so. trying to tell you no prisoners at all, Jack. None. <laughs> No, shout out to these ladies and the ladies like them, man. I, I mean, there's so many like that. Uh, Jordan Pride, the president of uh, local president of the Hillsborough County chapter of the Democratic Black Caucus, not down, drag out. I'm kicking you behind. You better get out the vote, right? That type of thing. That's 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 um that's that's who they are right there. Um, let me tell you, man. That is that is. That is funny. That's funny, but it, it's but it's real, but it's real. Mm-hmm. It is, it, and we need it badly. We need it badly. So, listen. Shout out to these these young ladies. Um, do we have that that uh, that excerpt of the threat, the African uh, the the uh, African history moment? A uh, home do team history, see? not home yet. Team history. Um, do we have that? Not yet. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. We'll look it up and get it out there. Um, but listen, we folks. got some phone calls, though. All right, we got the phone calls. Let's get the phone calls up. Um, one of our, our other guests uh, for this this particular part of the segment of the show is going to be Charlie Rodriguez, who is the who has been to our show before. You know Charlie Rodriguez, right? Mm-hmm. Charlie Rodriguez is the um, is the head of the Democratic Party in Puerto Rico, uh, from Puerto Rico, and he's coming to visit our show. He's always Charlie's always coming to our show, always coming to our show. And we want to make sure that, that people are uh, aware of, of the fact that we have our fingers on the pulse of something coming out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere from this show. <laughs> and so uh, Charlie Rodriguez uh, is coming in to talk to us about the importance of the vote coming up. Uh, he's talking about about the, the state of things coming out of Puerto Rico right now, which is very important because Puerto Rico is still recovering from a lot of the devastation that took place uh, from Maria 
and then got hit. Charlie Rodriguez just just walked in. <laughs> With my man Jose Vasque. What's going on, man? Come sit up. Come come on. What's up, brother? How, How you feeling, doing? brother? All right. all right, all right, all right. Come on, Charlie. Come on. If if I was in elementary school, Charlie and I would be sitting next to each other all the time. <laughs> like, like you know how when you're kids, you're like, come sit next to me first day of school. Come sit next to me. Come next to me. Sit next to me. Uh Charlie Rodriguez, come with time, Manu. I'm doing fine. Thank you. In Epeyol. Huh? In Epeyol, in there. Ah, en español como quieras tú. <risa> ya, ya, ya tú eres bilingüe. Ok, ok, ok. Y eres okay. puertorriqueño por adopción. <risa> y necesito hablar en, 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 uh, en la lengua de Puerto Rico. Porque, porque si, si, si quiero uh, uh, comer. <risa> la doña, la Entonces doña. Entonces yo, <risa> yo, yo tengo que uh, hablar en uh, español. Pues no, no comiste. <risa> <risa> no te dan comida. ¿eh? How, how you doing, man? I'm doing very good. Thank all you. Right, I'm right. visiting for the weekend, uh, obviously, Central Florida for uh, campaigns and things like that. Yeah. Excellent, man. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And my man, Jose Vasquez, how you doing, brother? I'm all right, and you? All right, all right. Jose, Jose think he's slick, man. He kind of acts like, like your Miko, right? You know how your Miko tried to, to hang back. Okay. I, I, well, I used to try to hang back during during the first parts of the show when she first got to the show. Remember that? Mm. And then we had we were like Mika, we had to try to kind of coerce her into speaking and yeah. saying something. <laughs> yeah, Mika, love you, honey. You know we just messing with you. Yeah, but but he he comes out. You got to bring it out of him. Yeah, he's a shining star that, that just kind of like you know that has to be brought out. How you doing, man? Yeah. Zemo, Zemo, you know, All still right. living in Tampa, dealing with Tampa, working in Tampa, it's okay. eating in Tampa. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <you> know. <laughs> we know how that goes, don't we? Listen, uh, Charlie, before we begin, uh, let me get answer these phone lines real sure. quick, and then we're gonna we're gonna get right to it. Okay, uh, it is now forty five minutes, forty five minutes past the hour of eight a.m. Do we have that up uh, on the line as well? Just, just in the meantime. Are we, okay, working on that. Okay, good. So let's go to the first call. Caller, welcome to the Sunday Forum. Hey, good morning, Walter. Oh, <laughs> oh, behave. I'm a Uh-oh. behave. Um, did you did you, morning, did you go to homecoming? And all, all, to all of your guests, did you go to homecoming? Hey, y'all had a wonderful homecoming and saw it on television. <laughs> Glad you were here, faithful. You did. You did. You didn't. You, you and the, the missus didn't slip out. <laughs> I, I know you you wanted to, but uh, I got some cubs today. They were up there. But hey, let me get quickly what I wanted to say, and I'm gonna get out the way. Um, the views expressed by the caller do not necessarily reflect WMNF, Walter L. Smith, the Sunday Forum, or the Fourth Estate, Miss Amico, and uh, absence and mobility um, uh, here right now. Uh, I was being transported to a medical facility yesterday no. by a young uh, black lady mm-hmm. and uh, brought up the thing, would you just talk about voting? Uh, mm-hmm. Are you going to vote? Well, I don't vote and because of my religion or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, we don't believe in that. I have never voted and blah, 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 blah. And I thought to say this to her, uh, do you like do you like hamburgers? Do you go to your fast food? What are your favorite fast food places at McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or uh, whatever like that, uh, a restaurant or whatever like that, uh, uh, going shopping, whatever? Do you know I believe that it's only about 80 years now that in this nation 
you were not allowed to go in there like we were going to a McDonald's right now, no slight on Mickey D's, you know, um, go, go in the front door, go to the counter, and you expect to be served. Uh, just like a, a, a normal American, taxpaying American, and treated like a human being. But there were restaurants, not Mickey Days, but there were restaurants who said, we don't serve N-words here. And you got to go around yeah. to the side window. Let's, let's just be straight and raw here. Yeah. Okay? And you need to understand that there were people who put their lives on the line. The names of Omega Evers, Fannie Lou Hamer, and Martin Luther King, who was a Baptist minister who allowed himself to be thrust to the uh, forefront of the civil rights movement. Wait, 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 wait back up, man. Why, why we got why we got push the Baptist ministers out there like that? Why we can't talk about AME Church? Uh, uh, you have some. I'm joking, man. I'm joking. I'm joking, bro. I'm joking. You know I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I Go ahead, know. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have some. His last speech was in the coaching. But still, you need to understand, young lady, that uh, the reason why you're able to do that today, today, is because those individuals and many more, like I want to say like with you, I don't want to slight anybody, who put their lives on the line, okay? And let me step on some toes right here. You can't do that for the LGBTQ community. I'm saying that quick. I know how WMNF is, but let me get back to the story. You need to understand, young lady, that there were people who put their lives on the line, okay, for you to be able to enjoy what little rights you do have right now. And we all know about the Edmund Pettus Bridge and Bloody Sunday, stuff like that, and John Lewis. Okay, so you say that you don't want to vote. Um, I hate to say this, and a lot of people, and especially the young generation right now, don't like to hear this word, but you owe. I owe. I came at... Uh, let me calm down. Uh, yeah, but you owe. Sorry. And I'm going to vote. I, now, I may not. I voted for Joe Biden. There are a lot of things about him I don't necessarily like and some things that he did not do and still not doing. Okay? But I voted for him for the one reason I want to get that necessarily evil that was in the White House at the time out of there. Oh, All right? Hello. And let, let me say this one real quick before I get off of here. What you guys were talking about, political violence, Mabili. Yeah. America, those of you who are awake right now, you need to understand, especially this generation, your parents and stuff who came out of the Vietnam uh, era. There's a saying that says that those who forget the mistakes of the past oftentimes are doomed to repeat them. Don't worry about it. Taiwan is coming. Not because China is necessarily great and they are not. Okay, but we're going down a cul-de-sac right now where a lot of you may possibly, and I don't wish this, come home in body bags. And a lot of misery is going to happen because you don't want to listen. You don't want to see. And, oh, they go that Walter again. They go immediately. And they talk about this and all that. <laughs> and, and white kids, are, we all want to make our kids feel bad. Feel bad. Okay, Ron DeSantis. Okay, yeah. But those who forget the mistakes of the past are oftentimes doomed to repeat them. So I know what's going on. You've been told that we're going to be a, in the, a minority in our country and then the lies about we we the people. You know, George Washington, he cut down the cherry tree and we built we, this our country and all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yo, 
keep on believing that stuff. You keep on believing that. All right. You you better learn to listen and and hear the truth. Okay, because we're going down an avenue that's going to be very very bad. I don't want to see another Tulsa massacre. I don't want to see another Rosewood. And you need to understand. This is the general. I'm telling you right now. Let me just say this right now. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be another Tulsa massacre. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, that that whole thing would turn around very fast Preach, brother. In, in the other direction. So Preach. don't think you know. You know, it, it, <laughs> I can tell you right now. You put your hands on us now. You try. You try to if you want to. Hey, let me say this, and I'm gonna get out the way. I'm gonna get out the way. And kudos, shout out to your guests that are here right now. And I don't mean anything stank or funky right now, but Marco Rubio. You need to be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, man. And the South Florida Republican Party, okay, you are gravitating to a white supremacist. Oh, they got his picture, and they seen him at the Unite the Right rally in, in uh, Charlotte, and he called himself canvassing through a neighborhood and stuff, wearing your shirt. And you backed him up, Marco Rubio. And we all know who he was. And the Proud Boys... Uh, what's going on, Cuban community, and some of you in the Puerto Rican community? Why are you backing this dude? This foolish. What the hell? Why? Why I'm running behind this, this dude? Like, there, like there's some sort of economic benefit at all? Please. What did he do for you? What the hell did he do for? That's why we have Charlie Rodriguez just sitting right, in, right next to me right now. So let's you, let's Rodriguez. get to I'm it. Gonna go, I'm gonna let y'all do the talking, preaching right now. Thank bye you, bye. thank you, brother. All right, here. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, the the folks that are, that are on, give us just a second. Let's get let's let Charlie get started, and then we're gonna keep getting the. We're gonna, is is that okay, no, Billy? Yeah. We're good? Uh-huh. All right. Charlie, let's get started. We have we have seven minutes before we got to do go to NPR. We can carry over until after NPR. Okay, Charlie Rodriguez, folks. Charlie, man, tell us about what's going on in Puerto Rico, man, and and right here, man. What's going on? Well, Walter, once again, uh, thank you for having me here. Uh, we just came this weekend to help my fellow uh, Democrats, the leadership of the Democratic Party of uh, Hillsborough County, uh, to uh, uh, engage the uh, Puerto Rican, the Latino community, and uh, and uh, talk to them and, and, and motivate them to turn out to vote. Uh, as you know, early voting was already taking place, and on November 8th will be for those who did not apply for the early voting to vote. And we want the Puerto Rican community and the Latino community to come out and vote and come out and support the Democratic uh, ticket. And the reason for that is that, you know, the truth is that Democrats have always uh, been more willing uh, and to help, you know, the Latino community. And uh, it's there. I mean, the, it shows. And now we have this Republican administration here in, in Florida, and obviously uh, they're not paying attention to the needs of the Latino community and the black community. Um, and uh, I think the only way you can really be able to have your voice heard in a democracy is by voting. And uh, for me, it's important to uh, to help uh, get out that vote on uh, on the midterm election. Now, back in Puerto Rico, well, obviously, as happened here in Florida, you were struck by a hurricane. Uh, Florida and Puerto Rico have that common history uh, in terms of uh, climate and in terms of even the history because, you know, Ponce León, the first governor of Puerto Rico, was 
the person European who, who arrived to, to to Florida and, and actu actually baptized it with the name of Florida, which is a Spanish name. Um, and obviously, there's always been that connection be between Puerto Rico and, and, and Florida. And uh, in, back in Puerto Rico, well, we had this other hurricane, uh, Fiona. Uh, it wasn't as 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 hard uh, as as the one we had with Maria uh, five years ago, but uh, it brought a lot of rain. This Fiona hurricane, and there was a lot of flooding, and uh, uh, people, especially in the uh, southwest corner of the island, uh, suffered a lot of damages and, and losses. And uh, but things are coming back. Uh, uh, I think things have improved faster this time than the than five years ago with Maria. Obviously, Maria was a category five. That was yeah. terrible. I mean, hit very hard. But I think uh, I think things went a little bit more smoothly this time. Uh, President Biden was in Puerto Rico and he gave instructions from day one uh, for the federal agencies to uh, to help Puerto Rico. As you know, Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens by birth. Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, uh, and um, the President Biden came came uh, and. You know, and, and, and said, listen, we have to help our fellow Americans from, from Puerto Rico. There was the, the one thing I, I like about how President Biden dealt with it as opposed to how um, President 45 <laughs> did things, right? Is that, first of all, there's no question as to citizenship of Puerto Ricans, mm -hmm. right? There's a question of citizenship. Unbelievable, man. There's yeah. a question like, dude, really, are we really going to, like, we're going to gonna be this dumb? Like, he had no idea that Puerto Rico was an American colony, as I say. But I'm like, man, are you serious right now? Like, yeah. Like, you know, let's get them some help right now. True. No, he starts talking about how much money they owe us mm. because of the Lucas Act, right? How much money do do they do they owe? Whereas un, right now under President Biden, he was immediate. Let's get them money. Let, let's get them uh, supplies. Get them what they need right now. Don't worry about paying anything back. Those are his exact words. We're not even worried about all that stuff. Let's get them what they need now. And and, and, I, and I, Walter, and there was a clear distinction between uh, the way. Uh, uh, Trump, 45, mm. dealt with the situation. When you owe me $10, Maria, <laughs> We don't mention his name. But anyway, uh, uh, with Maria, and uh, obviously as Biden did. Uh, first of all, as you recall, uh, 45 went to Puerto Rico and started throwing paper towels. I mean, it was really offensive, um, disrespectful. Um, and uh, then he tried to downplay uh, the amount of people who died because of that. Actually, as of today, uh, uh, FEMA says that uh, the natural disaster that has hit uh, the U.S. Um, uh, in terms of hurricanes, where more people uh, lost their lives, was with Maria. Almost 3,000 people lost their lives. I remember 45 also went to Puerto Rico and said, you blew a hole in our budget. <laughs> yeah, he said that. Yeah, and uh, and and he also said that uh, he wanted to exchange Puerto Rico for Greenland uh, to, to start discussions with Denmark to see if they were willing to give up Greenland, and, well, and they would give and he would give Puerto Rico in exchange. I, I mean, that was so trying to give up Greenland. He said, "Yeah, yeah, he yeah, said I, so. You know, he said <laughs> so. It's crazy, cr cr crazy, no, really. And you know, and, and right now you have more Americans." 
more U.S. citizens living in Puerto Rico than in 20 states and D.C. And we are disenfranchised U.S. citizens because in the island, I cannot vote for the president. I cannot elect senators who can speak on my behalf. I do not have uh, voting members in the House of Representatives. Um, And, uh, you know, if I just move.